You're listening to Super Action Bros, a podcast to talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And think they are the fugitive, but end with superpowers. I, that was the only way, really, to take to get that movie to go out the right way. Yeah, I, I guess. The right way. <laughs> Without it. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about how that movie ended for both of us. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Uh, welcome to No Theme at All. We're just watching some movies that we want to watch. Ryan chooses an atrocious Netflix it's, uh, what is it? I'd what is it called? Netflix it's original, original movie. movie? Yeah. I guess. What was the last one we watched before? That's been so long. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's been a while. What so did we guess. watch? Oh, a big game. A big yeah. game was night and day better than no, this. No, so we both get to choose one off, and then <laughs> and then we're doing a theme month. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we watched a movie called Manhunt. Oh boy! Another two word title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a... on Netflix. It was a uh, a. I'm gonna say, is it Chinese or? Um, Japanese. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's like a dozen logos that show up before the movie. Yeah, all, uh, none of which you'll recognize. No, yeah, it is it is actually a joint Chinese Japanese venture, mm. uh, well, which at explains least it proves that they could work together to make things. something terrible. <laughs> um. So yeah, we watched this movie called Manhunt, and we'll talk about it here in a minute. As you can see, we are just over the moon in love with it. We loved it <laughs> so much. I didn't. Um, I didn't. No, well, nobody does. There are um, some things. So uh, before we get into the show, though, you can reach out to our show uh, by going to our website, stuffandthingsnetwork.com, and there's a Super Action Bros page. You can listen to all of our old episodes. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Leave us some reviews if you like. Um, you can also uh, reach out to us on social media. We have Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh we also have Letterboxd on there. You can also uh, reach out to us individually on the internet. For me, Ian, that's at irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on internet. Also, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also on Letterboxd, actually. I use it I much I more as... account. I actually use it much more under my own name than I do with the show. Yes. Um, but I usually it's like, here's what Ryan thought about this Disney musical. <laughs> Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us uh, via email. There's a contact us button. Shoot us an email. We'll read it here on the show. So all of that at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Ryan. Yeah. Why? All right. So I'm going to be honest with you. I, the only reason we watched this movie, Manhunt, uh, because of the John Woo movie that was direct to Netflix in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was all I knew going into it. They, they were like, oh, the I read an article, I think, on um, uh, like The Verge or Vulture or one of those. And it was like, oh, this this movie is directed by John Woo, but it's sort of funny and it's sort of a parody of other John Woo movies. And it's you know Netflix original, so it doesn't cost you anything to watch it. And I was like, perfect. You know, let's 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 see how a an established director who has made probably more hits than misses at this point, but still has sort of an iconic uh, thing going and and a bit of a following. Let's see how he does with the Netflix instant movie. Because a lot of the other Netflix instant movies we watched were interesting scripts or um, sort of relatively young directors making ambitious movies. Whereas this one was very much like a let's take a, an established director who really hasn't had a hit in a while and give him a low budget and see what he can churn out. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, and some churn happened in this one. <laughs> uh, so the movie is really interesting because it is, before you even get into... Uh, much besides the director, John Woo, um, you got a part of the the movie really helps you understand John Woo. So John Woo is a director who uh, made a lot of Hong Kong gangster style action movies in the 80s and early 90s. I mean, he kept movie, making movies after that, but those were really his his most iconic movies. And and he pioneered some stuff, uh, especially sort of like um, the the gunplay fighting uh, and definitely jumping through the air holding two guns shooting sideways that's that's a john woo thing and explosions in slow motion and doves it's a requirement they show up in this one um but he made you know pretty fun relatively low budget action movies that had a surprising amount of heart and story for movies where a lot of people died a lot uh and and you can tell that quentin tarantino was an enormous fan of john woo and john woo's movies and it really influenced him a lot in his early movies which were all also guys in black suits killing each other um and so that's that's sort of the launching point for this one but then this one is there's a lot of other weird things going on with it part of it is that it is based partially on a japanese movie called manhunt that came out in 1978 that john woo loved when he was young 
And he was like, oh, I'm going to make, you know, a tribute to that movie. And so that's part of the clunky story is that it was already a like Japanese redo of The Fugitive in the late 70s. Well, The Fugitive was a television show. Right. Initially. Yeah. And then they made this movie and then they made the one that everybody. Well, not everybody, yeah, they, but they most people are age know the Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, one that was in the 90s. In the 90s. And so so this takes elements from both of those very heavily. Yes. Very, very heavily. It with essentially a, is The Fugitive up until the last. Yeah. Until everybody 20, gets 20, 30 superpowers. minutes. Until everybody uh, gets and super then, strong and goes nuts. And then the other thing is that it's a it's it's co-financed from obviously Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Japanese and and Chinese financial backers. Mm -hmm. So the movie is roughly in about a thirds in Chinese, in Japanese, and in English. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it really helps if you just turn the subtitles on for everything and Mm -hmm. just read every bit of dialogue. Yes. but but so one of the characters is Chinese. He meets other Chinese characters. He speaks Chinese a bunch. One of the main characters is Japanese. He meets other Japanese characters. Speaks Chinese a bunch. So they speak to each other in both Japanese and English. Some characters speak English to each other. Some characters speak Japanese to each other. Sometimes they switch back and forth. Um, the English dialogue, though, oh boy, it's it's not it's not their fault. It is not great writing. It yeah. is actually terrible writing. Yes, it's and it, really and at bad. first. And at first, I'm I'm just I'm watching it and I'm thinking, well, man, they they should have got somebody better to do the translations for the subtitles. And I'm like, oh no, it's just as bad in English. They they keep oh, it's just badly written. Yes, uh, it's badly written. Um, and and it also, but it also has a lot of these weird winks to like John Woo stuff. Yeah, this whole movie feels like an in joke that you're supposed to be in on. Like, hey, get it? And it's like, but I don't know John. I mean, I know yeah, John I mean, Woo movies roughly, but I don't know like the specific. Like, I'm gonna be uh, Ian is is I, I would imagine probably the most prominent John Woo movie you can think of is Mission Impossible Two. Uh, that and um, Face Off. Sure. And uh, Broken Arrow. Yep, that's that's one paycheck. Uh, Paycheck was a later one. Yeah, uh, there's also, what's the fiction. one with, uh, there's this first one that I remember seeing too a long time ago. The one with Chow Yun-Fat. Uh, uh, Better Tomorrow? Yeah. No, the first one. Oh. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what is it called? I looked it, I looked it up. Somebody's shouting at their iPod right now. IPod? Te- you mean someone? You mean 10K? He's probably not doing that. Um, um, that's unbelievable how it's, many movies uh, Yeah, he's done a lot of movies. He was actually making movies in uh, the 70s. There's one from 1989. Uh, is it? Uh, the killer? No. Uh, no, that is uh, that's a different director. Uh, no, it is the killer. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, yes. it's either a better tomorrow or the killer. Those are yes. really his his uh, uh, calling card movies in the hard boiled. Also, oh, hard boiled. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, hard target oh, with yeah. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <sighs> then he started getting into American movies. Well, then that's when they started giving him budget. Yeah. Broken Oops. Arrow, Face Off, Mission Impossible Two, Wind Talkers. Oh boy! Oh man! Oh, anyway, man. and then actually he went back to China and started making. Uh, he made Red Cliff in two thousand eight, and he directed he made... a Lost in Space pilot. Of course, he TV did. movie called The Robinsons Lost in Space. Oh, he definitely directed a BMW film that I own on DVD. Oh boy! Anyway, so yes, he's made a lot of movies. He has. Um, uh, and and yet he continues. So the actors in this movie. You won't recognize any of them from any American work. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be Except honest, save the, one. The, the majority of the actors, the majority of the actors are um, Japanese and Chinese actors and actresses. Save one. Who? One man is the only one I could find any American credits for. Who? And it's this this gentleman who plays the head, the head of this pharmaceutical company. Oh, okay. Uh, Jun Kunimura. Jun. June? Yeah. June Kunimura. June Kunimura. Uh, he oh, was in Kill Bill. Bill. He plays Boss Tanaka. Do you remember right. who Boss Tanaka is? Yeah, yeah. He gets his head cut off. Yeah. That's and good. then Lucy Liu holds it and asks if anybody else uh, has anything they'd like to say. Now's the time to say it. I remember that. that was a good bit. God, uh, I, this just, you know what this does? Makes me want to watch Kill Bill. Mm. I haven't seen Kill Bill in a while. Well, long... Kill Bill borrows a lot from the whole Jean, I know. John Woo Ovois. I know, but I really like Kill Bill. Yeah, those were I fun. was really in. That was the first Tarantino movie I ever saw because that what? was. Here's why. Because, I mean, think oh, about the time. I always forget how much younger you are than me. Yeah. Oh. But after that, my dad's like, all right, you can watch Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. It's fine. The first Tarantino movie I ever saw was Reservoir Dogs. I rented it from the library ah. on VHS ah. for a dollar and watched it in my friend's garage. Because <laughs> you, you guys are going to get in trouble? 
They uh, found out you had. No, no, he he was. We were both home from the summer from college. Oh, it was college. And okay, he was living in his parents' garage for the summer. And I was like, "Hey, man, you want to watch Reservoir Dogs?" He's like, "Yeah, come on over. I got a TV. Cool. It's got a built-in VCR. Wow. Yeah. Like like the like what was it? We saw a gif of the other day or a picture of. It was like this was what was in the back of the truck that they were stealing from in Fast. Oh and yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the TVs with built-in VCR. It was just like you're like that's prob that technology is probably worth thirty dollars now. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe two hundred if you're tens lucky. Tens of dollars. Tens of dollars. Uh, but no, yeah. there's there's another actress in the movie worth mentioning because it's part of the whole joke is John Woo's daughter, Angelus ah. Wu. Mm. Uh which he yeah, he named his daughter Angelus, like Los Angeles. An- Angel. Oh, uh, but it's spelled like Los Angeles. Yes, I know. Anyway, but she's one of the two assassins in the movie, Dawn. She's the one who in the first scene after they kill the dude says Oh, dad's going to want a picture of this. And it's funny because her dad is John Woo. Yes. And it's like, oh, this is what he likes. The one who, I'm going to be real, guys. I fell asleep for probably about five minutes in the middle of this movie. What? That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I I have a different impression. And I woke up and later found out that that one one half of that duo was dead. I was like, oh, when'd she die? Yeah. And my roommate Matt's like, you didn't see that? I'm like, no, I probably fell asleep and you just didn't know. I fell asleep in the last half hour of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Where it gets, the arguably the most the most uh, the most exciting fight scene, which was why I literally BS, but not bull, but bat. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I just I just watched it in Ian's in Ian's living room. Yes. while he set up the mic. So <laughs> I have officially watched the whole movie. I didn't. I, didn't, I cheated. Anyway. I was just like, oh, she died. That's too bad. All right, but so man, uh, this movie has a wacky plot. Yeah. So speaking of which, let's let's do the plot thing. Uh, every movie that's an action movie tends to have a thing that everybody's trying to well, get. Every uh, movie, we I, we uh, arguably arguably uh, we refer to it as the MacGuffin. It's an old Alfred Hitchcock filmmaking term that we use it real loosely here. Uh, we, you know, we can stop saying that. That guy's probably not listening right. anymore. Well, we we do use it loosely. It's okay. It's the same thing that Chewie and I do because we got once got a review on stuff and things that we don't start with. The show takes ten minutes to start, and our argument is the show starts when we start talking. Mm. When the music plays, the show has begun. Is that so works? every so all the time now we're like the show has started. <laughs> to some guy it's okay we're not the, if this is a podcast foible that happens you get a bad review and now that haunts you and you yeah. have to bring it up even though it was years ago it's like an ex-girlfriend that just haunts you for the rest of your life but it's a ghost but but it's it's some words Let's that some guy that wrote on the internet uh anyway leave so us a review on itunes yeah, we well, haven't gotten one in two years scar us forever with your reviews <laughs> so Yes, uh, a typical example of a MacGuffin would be uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant yeah. is a typical MacGuffin. And um, in this movie, it is, it, I mean, it is Duke Q, which is his name, clearing his name. So and, I'm going to, because but, I'm going to probably butcher names here, uh, I'm just going to refer to them as the lawyer and yep. the detective. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's who they I are. I mean, and, and they really. I might even they, refer to them as Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones at some point, <laughs> because that's pretty much Let's what's going on yeah. here. I don't actually even know the characters' names from that movie. Uh, John, Harrison John, Ford. What's the, what's the. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. The thing is, this movie I'm gonna, doesn't. I'm going to see if I can. This movie doesn't have a one-armed man. No. The one-armed man is, spoiler alert, the son of the president of this pharmaceutical company. Dr. Richard Kimball and Samuel Gerard. I did know the Dr. Kimball part. I had no idea. Dr. Kimball. So, so yeah, the MacGuffin of this movie, I think, is the lawyer. Julianne Moore's in that movie? Yeah, she is. This is an early Julianne Moore. And Joe Pat? Man, we got to watch The Fugitive, dude. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. It's good. The Fugitive? Come on, man. That's got that classic scene. I didn't kill my wife. I was waiting for that to happen in this movie. I don't care. They got close to a cliff, and I was like, "Is this it? Is this where uh, they rip off the fugitive?" It. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it's it's one of those movies where it it very clearly borrows really heavily from another movie's plot, but none of the iconic scenes. No, it it you, it actually gets rid of all of the iconic scenes. There's only one, and then replaces it with other things. There's only one point in this movie in which I chuckled in which at a point which I assumed I was supposed to chuckle, uh-huh. which is when they're doing the BMW or not BMW, the well they're owned by by BMW, yeah. the Mini Cooper car chase oh, yeah. and they, they ram into the 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 bird cages full of doves mm, and, and all they all the fly around. That was the only part I was like, "Oh, okay, this is a John Woo trope I understand." Yeah, that's good. All the rest of them, I feel like look, I feel like if you're a big John Woo fan, you'll probably laugh at a lot of this movie. At the same time, it it 
it's you know sometimes you see sort of older directors make movies and you're like oh is this like laziness is this self-parody is it somewhere in between where he was like i guess i'll do this thing because that's the thing i'm supposed to do right and and like it's not like edgar wright where it's like oh this is a loving homage to this because it's because it's the same guy doing it doing the exact same thing he's done literally dozens of times in other movies again and and is it a wink to a camera or is it just lazy it's like like is it is it is it a joke or is it that you didn't realize that you were doing anything that you were doing the same thing you've done a thousand times. And then when somebody calls you on it, you're like, no, no, it's, it's, it's a joke. It's just, you know, I was being funny. Ryan, are you familiar with the, um, are you familiar with the star Wars ser- animated series that never got off the ground? Uh, you're the one that they, that they, the CGI one. Yeah. That was all jokes. The jokey one. Uh-huh. I can only imagine that that would have been similar to this. Mm-hmm. Like George Lucas in charge of roasting George Lucas. Well, they had the robot you can't really guys do as, that. as writers on it. Yeah. It wasn't but, just George Lucas doing the joke. But still, he probably had to go, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he did I have like to approve, joke. I think. I like joke. it's funny. He uh, also had to approve to the it. Star Wars Connect game in which you dance to a song called Han Solo. That's yeah, pretty good. Where you dance as Han Solo, and it's pretty bad. Does it have lofty neck in it? Uh, have you seen no. the Star Wars Connect dance game? No. Did oh you know that boy. one of my daughter's friends refers to me as George Lucas because she saw something <laughs> uh, about George Lucas, and then yeah. and then I was I was there to pick my daughter up, drop her off for a thing, and and she's like, "Your dad looks like George Lucas," and then. Since then, she's like, "Oh, I saw your dad, George I got, Lucas." I got told on the internet last night I looked like the uh, the the beefy, hunky looking dude from Critical Role. Which I'm like, "That's very nice. That's a hell of a compliment. Thank you." Nerd. She's like, "You look like his mini me." I'm like, "Thanks." Uh, I think she's calling you like a no, as a as a guy. No, no. He said oh. like, "You look like a mini version of of this guy, Travis Willingham." I'm oh, like, okay. That's a hell of a compliment. She's like, "I hope was hoping you take it that way." I'm like, "Thank Aww, you." Oh, that's cute. I, that's because we have a, a really well lined up beard. That's oh, why. Is that what it is? That's why. Yeah. That's why the 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 connection was. And you got I'm a like, cool guy. Haircut. That dude's got like a. He's built. Yeah. He's a big fella. You got a cool guy haircut too. I guess. Um, so uh, but let's continue to talk about this movie. Oh, do we have to? So so there's there's sort of like. Like at first, the MacGuffin is Dooku sort of getting because he's framed for a murder, uh-huh. uh, and he's also trying to leave this pharmaceutical company. He's their lawyer, and they don't want him to leave. Blah blah. blah. Um, By the way, I feel like this is also a difference in filmmaking. Like in American filmmaking, this would be absolutely clear as crystal. Like here, they don't make it as it doesn't feel clear. You're just kind of like, what? Okay, so he's the law. Lo- okay, all right. Um, so no, they I mean, don't they, want they, him they, to. Okay, they, he tries to do it in a show don't tell manner by you know you overhearing other people's conversations. Sure, there's not like the obvious like I am exposition man. No, but, but at the but same you time, feel it, like he would have had a little of a bit of a scene where it's like, "What's well, too bad you're leaving us." All you get is like the the com- the president of the company being like, "Go to this lady, go over to him, and make sure he doesn't leave us." Well, like, no, no, what? you get the they get a, they have a conversation earlier where where he's like, "Oh, I can't, you know, you're finally leaving." He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to the United States." Oh, I, I think I part of I it is that yeah, the part of it is the movies in three languages simultaneously. Yeah, and and so like if you're pick one if if you are used to just I, honestly the best thing to do is turn on English subtitles and read everything everybody says. Yeah. It will be easier than trying to listen when they're saying English and then suddenly read when they're no longer speaking English. It's very accurate. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the plot is a little bit of a mess. It's actually a lot of bit a of little? a mess. It's it's a huge mess uh, because suddenly the 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 plot towards the end, the MacGuffin kind of changes to uncovering <laughs> uncovering this this secret plot to experiment on poor people and also create a super soldier sort of serum. serum. Um, <laughs> I feel like John Woo midway through was like, oh, you know what movie I really liked was was um, Captain America. You know the what first movie Avenger. I really like? M- superhero movies. Those yeah. seem to sell. Oh, those seem to be selling. Yeah, people let's, like superpowers. Well, and at the same time, let's take our version of the Fugitive here and add superpowers. At the same time, they have Good this. Lord. the The movie ends with this big 
fight with lots of fighting for yeah. a long time. And it doesn't make sense for this lawyer to suddenly have fighting skills when he hasn't had any for the rest of the movie. Right. So you got to do something to contrive that he suddenly is uh, this unstoppable punching machine. Uh, it makes sense for the, it makes sense for the detectives to be able to hurt people. Just give him a gun. Why can't we just have a big gun fight? I know there was kind of one in the middle that I kind of fell asleep through. Okay. So let's, let's forget any more semblance of plot. It's a mess, guys. It's, it's a, a mess. nightmare. The only um, good thing to come out of this movie, acting-wise or plot-wise, that I could say, is I did like the guy who played the detective, especially in the first scene where you meet yeah. him. I think that was really effective. He's He's got all these like classic... And I, and I know he's them very from, like Sherlock from, Holmesian in a, in yeah, the sense yeah. he, like he's like I'm gonna pay attention to everything. Yeah, but he's also like I'm gonna outsmart people and yeah. like he's sassy a bit. And he's got like kind of long messy S- hair. Somebody very clearly and is, watched and he's not wearing a tie. Somebody very clearly watched the the BBC Sherlock show and probably the the one if not both of the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock he, Holmes movies. And was but like, he also right, has this, this like. The, it's it's an anime trope, and I can't think of where else it's like. I can't think of where else it's from. But he's got this sort of like um, you you watch Cowboy Bebop, right? Yes. Like this very spike. Like he, yeah. First of all, he dresses very similarly. Yes. Uh, but it, it's it's very much the like nonchalant. Yes. Nonchalant, like total ba. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, you can shoot me a bunch of times. It doesn't even matter. I have a tragic backstory. We're not going to go into it. Yeah. You know, like like just constantly. Right. Um. He's just always brooding. Uh, and and just in case he needs to brood all over somebody with punches. Yeah. Um, but let's just talk about the action scenes. Yeah. Okay. Is that fine? Sure. Because because the, sure. uh, we can keep talking about the plot, but it's garbage. <laughs> sure. Um. So the first big action scene is kind of like a parkour run. Uh, right after uh, the guy. No. Yeah. What What's earlier? Oh. Well, okay. The beginning. The very beginning. Scene. <laughs> there you go. Sure. The so, one I was like, ooh, all right, this is interesting. I'm curious. So What's you see these two, these two ladies, and they're running a Japanese little, you know, sushi restaurant. Or as they call them in Japan, restaurants. Sure. Although this one's in right. China. Okay. So they would probably call it a Japanese I, restaurant. No, they're not. They're in. They're I thought in they Osaka. were in China in they're the beginning in, of it. They're in Osaka. The okay, whole so time. it's a restaurant. Yeah. Well, okay. All right, buddy. Um,. <laughs> You could still call it a burger joint in America, you know. The, That's okay. true. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> they, so, so they, in this restaurant, one of one of the girls, the the one who's not John Woo's daughter, has like a somewhat meaningful conversation about old movies, which they never go into more detail than that. With the lawyer guy, he leaves to go retrieve a DVD from his car, and then it turns out her and John Woo's daughter are have tied up and knocked out the. Um, the owners of the restaurant because there's this party that's coming in. It's all these bad dudes and they're going to kill them all. And then they do. And it's yep. pretty good. And they do it real quick. Lots of shooting. Yep. Blood everywhere. What relevance does this have other than later to be like, remember when we talked about old movies? Well, and also like, oh, that's that's where these two assassins came from. Sure. Turns out they're the adopted daughters of the pharmaceutical company's president. Who has them under some sort of like drug that yeah, requires yeah. them to like... It's kind of a mind control drug. But it's like a not. mind control drug that also makes them super strong and super yeah. fast mm-hmm. and like not feel pain. Yeah. But it also, but also them makes out. them unquestioningly loyal. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's plot drugs. Yeah. Um, and so then, so yeah, then we get the parkour chase scene. It's pretty good. It's not like, yeah, it's not like district B 13 level. No, parkour, okay. Did I catch, did I catch by the way that the cops were like punching. putting his hand on their gun on purpose? Yeah. Yeah. The cops okay. were framing him. Right. They were basically saying like, Oh no, you grabbed my gun. I have to kill you now. And he's like, wait, what? Wait, Nuh-uh. no, no, Nuh-uh. this is bad. Uh, and so they, you know, nice run around chase scene. And there's that weird scene with all the weird part during the chase scene where there's all these eyes that just show up on the screen. Yeah. Like there's, there's to subtly indicate that he feels like everyone is watching him and that he knows like everyone's going to know he's bad and keep, keep an eye out for him. This movie does a lot of that. It's, it's, I, I don't know. Bad. Yeah, it is bad. Like it's, it's a cool idea and it's just not well executed and I can't tell again is this a joke or are we supposed to take again it yeah I'm sure like I'm sure it made a lot more sense actually you know what I can tell you for a fact Ryan I know you usually look at trivia but the only one. trivia about this movie is that it was recut in China because they thought <laughs> it was bad <laughs> yes it was so, I was like so maybe no it was so atrocious they're like yeah. please recut this movie the, so the like Chinese producers of the movie when they were going to show it in China recut it. So if this is the better version, <laughs> well, we don't know if it is. I don't this know is either. the version being shown in America. Yeah, I don't know. That's where we are. 
Uh, so that's the first fight scene or first scene. And then it turns into a car chase scene. Uh, sort of. Wait, is this the, no, no. Cause no. then, cause then, then well, the lawyer ends up, he ends up in the car with the well, detective. The detective guy, they cut away to this part with the detective, uh, and this other totally unrelated thing just to show how, what a, what a BA he oh, is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where he rescues he's, this kid who's going to be blown up. Yeah. He stops a hostage crisis yeah. and stuff. And then he has to go and then he, there's a, there's a classic standoff in like this construction area. Right. And, uh, the lawyer takes the detective hostage. They steal his mini and they go traipsing around the countryside in the mini, uh, while they're fighting. Right. And that was pretty good. That was pretty good because they've got the detective is driving and the lawyer is in the passenger seat with the gun trained on him saying like, okay, you're gonna get me out of here. And then they are punching each other while they're driving. Yes. And that was pretty good. I, I kind of I thought like that was really well done. A lot of sort of classic grabbing hands and grabbing the wheel and, and you know, using steering to hit people's heads against stuff. And it was good. It was a fun scene. And that's the part where they ended up on the cliff with the doves and they both end up out of the car yeah. and they hit each other with a bunch of stuff. Again, and, I and was like, all right, it's pretty good. And then the detective totally uh, uh, lays the other dude out. Because honestly, it's like, I'm better at this. The thing. acting in the movie is not great up to this point, but everything up to this point, it's kind of like, OK. Where's I mean yeah it's ripping off the fugitive sure but where are we gonna go from here and and you know what and the and you're I like if it's just a story about how these two guys are chasing each other and at the very end and he goes to this other woman who he's met and he's like I need help I'm in trouble and by the very end of it but no they they pull in they pull in a. Uh, a homeless There's, guy science experiment subplot, a subplot of this woman who he meets having a husband who worked for this company, who this company that he used to work killed for, himself, who and killed himself. He was involved with the lawsuit, but and on now the these other two other assassin sisters show up, and they're going to be like, it's and like we also uh, have like the 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 new like junior detective that's working with the detective. Uh, it's, honestly, the action scenes in this movie are good, and if the movie was just a cook-off reel of those with some with with two minute connections it would have been great like i mean if i were making this movie i would have kept it. i didn't fall asleep during the action scenes if i would have kept this movie i would have kept it the same up until up until this point he meets other lady she has no connection to this or maybe she's like i'm trying to un- maybe it's americanizing it i'm trying to uncover what's going on with yeah, this yeah. company they're doing something wrong Well, because my my husband my husband the day before or the day we we're supposed to get married killed himself but there's a lot of like they find he was- why he did it and there's like a lot of consoling her and it's like she's not a i'm sorry she's not a character that matters <laughs> this movie is about this lawyer being framed for murder well and, and like i get that they also like and she lives on a horse farm that's having a wedding and Who there's this huge cares? shoot 'em up. There's a huge shoot 'em up in the horse farm that leads to a drift chase where one of them's driving like a like a Mitsubishi uh or no, it's a it's a Toyota like forerunner. No, it's not a forerunner. It's whatever the it's the Highlander. It's like the yeah. the you know, Japanese equivalent of the Highlander. And there's another, you know, a little sportier car chasing after him. And this is the part where I started to fade. And then <laughs> one of the one of the cars flips over and the detective helps uh, the lawyer pull the girl out. And he's like, you're not a terrible cop. And he's like, I just want to save everybody. But not you. You're under arrest. And, you know, and, and it's and you realize it, it's, it goes a long way to be like, oh, this is the one non-corrupt person in this whole police department. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they could have done that way faster. Uh, so, so, so that's one, that's one action scene. Shoot him up in the, uh, in the house. But before that, we get the jet ski chase. Oh yeah. The part where they, the, I the, forgot about, the, this is the part where I started fading. The, the sniper, jet ski the, chase. The, the sniper battle and then jet ski chase. And the, my favorite part about the jet ski chase is there are several like slow motion jet ski jumps over other jet ski parts where guys ducking his head just enough. <laughs> and and like it's bad like i was saying all the one doesn't one do like good. a jump over the other one and like flips and turns and yeah like, oh God. i i was saying all the action sequences are good but the jet ski chase is dumb jet you know ski it chase has is pretty you, bad. when you say the words jet ski chase you think how can that go bad and then you're like that sounds great and at one point one of them jumps on the other guy's jet it's ski like a bad version of of the last crusade boat chase like <laughs> this is with worse. no peril yeah no peril and, and it's just like all right because well, jet skis don't have blades and during and, that are gonna they're gonna and hurt during you. that whole scene there's also like this japanese festival parade happening yeah, on a bridge right 
for some reason, right? Just for them to have something to intercut with while yeah, they're. But it, it, the jet oh, skis because, never like crash into one of the floats. The or president something. of the company is there, so okay, that gives yeah. him a chance. Oh, to and see. he can see that this guy's causing problems. But I yeah. wish, I wish the jet ski would have crashed into something, and like that those things never cross. And you would think that the jet ski part would have been the most ridiculous thing in this no, movie. No, no, no. Oh no, we're not even okay. there yet. So, so let's get to the horse farm attack. So it's it's slash slash wedding invasion slash yeah. home invasion slash cry fest. Yeah, yeah. So there's just so much machine gun fire and so many people die and the body count is just enormous. But it's a it's a pretty fun scene if you like watching people shoot other people and <sighs> and and they do it using that sort of classic John Woo like gun foo situation where they're you know flipping guns around, trading guns out, reloading guns while they're about to fire and rolling around on the floor. It's cool. It looks cool. Uh, but it, but but the problem is, I guess this isn't a movie, Ian, for people to ask why. Nope. If you're gonna say to yourself, well, why is this happening? Don't, don't, yeah, don't do that. Um, but you know they kick down doors and they they. Uh, she's got her her like blood stained wedding gown on display in this secret room, and then the one uh, of the guys shoots so through it, and I'm and then it there's I'm like a sorry. ten minute scene of her being super bummed about I'm it. I'm sorry, just it's so who cares? You know, what I think it really like, is. and I I feel like John was like, well, we have the other wedding there to show that she does weddings here, and she was getting married, and that's why the blood is stained so perfectly because her husband. But the problem is with blood stains is that blood turns brown when it oxidizes in the air uh no no here's the i think i think the problem with this movie is that they tried to make one movie for everybody yes they try they're like oh we're gonna put this movie in three different languages so we can hit three different potential markets for this movie we're gonna make we're gonna add a lot of complex romance and uh sad lady side plots so that we can make sure that women will be interested in this movie uh, we're gonna make sure that there's plenty of action and 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 you know and dumb stuff so that so that guys who like action us uh, will like this movie. Oh, but let's let's put like a superhero element in there so that you know teenagers will think it's awesome. Uh, it, it's just like they they it's it's a it's a camel situation. You know, it's a movie designed by committee, and there's too much stuff. Yeah, there's too much stuff. Uh, so okay, horse. Farm, home invasion. What's the next action scene? Uh, we got at least two more. Well, I think that's when they decide. All right, we got to go into the. We got to go into the. the no, the, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's only one more big action scene after that. Well, so no, there's he just goes like to the homeless people who he stays with for a bit, and they're all been picked and up he by the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, so he goes and gets picked up by them, and they recognize who he is. They don't care, uh, and so then they have an older gentleman who is one of the homeless men also, and I'd imagine he's probably a Hong Kong action star of some note that I don't recognize, um, but he he is the guy who. Um, they they inject him with some sort of uh so the first comes here oh he's in fist of legend he's in so he, that's uh yusuaki karata um okay. and he's he's also a like action movie star that's been around for a really long time uh he's in fist of legend 1994 that's probably the most classic one he's in anyway mm-hmm. um so so that guy comes back and he has been injected with the serum and it makes him crazy and wants to fight everybody. So he fights all the other people who've been locked in this room and then kills himself instead of killing Dooku. And then, and then we get the superhero battle ending. They inject our lawyer guy with the super serum that makes him another gunfight wouldn't have been enough, but no, they do have a gunfight in there, but why not just the gunfight? My favorite part, my favorite part of this whole extended, like 20 minute long fight scene is that the it starts with them dragging the lawyer to the um, detective who just happened to show up at the secret facility right around the same time uh, so that they can fight. And it is an MMA fight. Not only is are they doing MMA moves, punching each other, arm bars, all that kind of stuff. Everybody's standing around sort of like pushing them back in so they have to fight each other. But the shape of the logo on the ground they're fighting on top of is an octagon. It is like, oh, you know what? You know what? Let's put an MMA-style fight scene in this movie. Just, you know, MMA is real hot right now. Let's put a UFC MMA. Just just throw it in there. 
just no big deal. Just throw it in there. And then it turns into a gun battle as, you know, they're, they're wrestling, wrestling and hugging the ground. He's like, you don't need to fight me. It's these guys that you should fight. And he's like, I know, but it's hard. That's literally the dialogue. I know it's hard. And he's like, you've got to resist the drugs. You're better than this or whatever. Like we're best friends now. Yeah. We're best friends now. Come on, Buzz. And You're then, his toy. You're a cool toy. And and so then they just start they just they just start killing all the cannon fodder that's there. Just just they get guns and they get these big long metal sticks and they keep tossing them back and forth like, "Oh, I want the stick now." Okay, here's the gun. Okay, let's do it. And then they just there's it's just nonstop carnage for like 15 minutes. And there's like dramatic parts where the the son of the president who's still to become president he's so angry that these guys are destroying it that he takes the serum himself uh and he tries to hurt some vulnerable ladies which it, it's right in par with with his behavior earlier turns out he killed that one lady surprise um we knew it uh and and so he tries to kill people and he gets shot several times and then eventually dies and gets shot several more times and then the president dies but not before killing the last remaining assassin adopted daughter uh, with a gunshot that wouldn't have killed anybody else in the movie, but for plot related reasons, it was time for her to die. Yeah. So she dies. Um, and the detective gets shot like twice and um, the, the lawyer gets shot probably three or four times, but he's fine. Um, and every, like suddenly everybody's there. Even the, the lady from the horse farm who's, who was investigating all this, she happens to be there as like, an honored guest that they were going to kill and they decided not to. And then like the junior detective shows up and she's like, Oh man, you're torn up. And he's like, yeah. She's like, Oh, but you're a detective. And he's like, cool. And then she's all, he needs serious medical attention in English. She says that part in English. Um, and, and, and yeah. And then they have a part where they shake hands very meaningfully I'm trying to, I'm while the women in the movie right are now. like, while the women in the movie are like, how did they even know each other? How are they friends? Men, what are they I talking right? about? Men. And she's probably like, they're talking about nothing. And she's like, <laughs> we're not passing the Bechdel test. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's it's one of those movies where when the credits roll, you just go, thank God. What happened? <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh, why, thank God. It's why? Done. <sighs> Nobody does a superhero landing in this movie. Ryan, this movie's bad. It's bad. It's bad. You, Ryan, apologized it's, to me. I, I did. I, guys, if you watch this movie, like, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you did. Hopefully, you had at least had the wisdom to fast forward through all the parts where there's not guns. Because you didn't have to talk about it on the show. Yeah, <laughs> the plot doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it's like I was. I was hopeful. I every time there's a Netflix original movie, my heart says, "What if it's a hidden gem?" What if it's super great? Yeah. And then every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, it's not. With the exception of whatever happened to Monday. Um, Bright had its moments. I liked Mute for what it was. But um, this one's one's the worst of the bunch that I've seen. Yep. Uh, Sorry, John Woo. But (laughs) um, don't don't watch this. It's free. It's, It's slightly less than two hours of your time, but don't waste it. All right. Sleep. So, Ryan, what's the, what's the, what's the. Number value. See, that's the hard part for me because the action sequences are good. Okay. I'm curious. Do you agree that the action sequences are good? There are some good there are some good action sequences in this movie. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's as that's as much as we're gonna get, I think. Yeah. Um I don't know. Like I gotta give it a, I gotta give it a, a you know, it it doesn't it's less than half, and I would say it's okay. Yeah, you asked me for my yes. What rating? Um, I want to give it a. I want to give it a four. Okay, because there are four main characters. <laughs> Some four main and characters, I, and I remember none of their names. No, Duke is one of their names. So I got that one. Um, it helps that it was two syllables, uh, and they said it a lot. They say his name all the time yep. in the movie. That's the only name that they say more than once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, four, uh, parts where. One person has a gun and the other person has like a like a metal staff and they decide like let's trade by throwing these at each other. Cause that happens a lot. Yes, it does. It does happen a lot of times. So four four throw the gun in the air and I'll throw this stick at you trades. Sure. Out um, of a possible ten. I'm gonna give it three. That's <laughs> I really dislike this movie. 
uh, three. Uh, I'm gonna give it three child kidnapping goons that were duped by. Uh, oh, that's right. B- they kidnapped chi- kids. I forgot yep. about that. Pit. Three chi- child napping goons that were that were tricked by a camera in order to believe someone is a member of the press. <laughs> um, and blockbuster, lackluster. Don't, it's lackluster. lackluster. Don't, don't waste this. your time, please. I, don't. I mean, if if I I won't if get you're this super time curious. Back. See if there's a comp on YouTube yeah, or uh, or yeah. just just like fast forward through it on on Netflix. But yes. really, it's it's bad, guys. Oh, man. Um. So uh, back at the ranch. Uh. So I I have been saving one little piece. I've uh-huh. talked about. I went to Orlando, Florida. I went to oh, Disney that's World. Right. I've been saving one little piece for this show, Ryan. Okay. Uh, other than the fact that I did see the I did see Anakin's pod racer. Ooh. That was pretty neat. I should write sent Ryan a picture. He did. I said this is I why their so Star pleased. Wars launch bay is better than ours. Also, you can meet BB-8 there, which I didn't want to do because I want to stay in line. Oh. Uh, I did see the first nine minutes of the Incredibles movie. Ooh. Which I told Ryan about. Uh, it looks great. Uh, which is a that's a fan that's a, fa- a favorite of the show. Nice, yeah. Um, I love that but movie. the one thing I didn't talk to you about was one ride that I went on that I did not expect to enjoy, and I I actually was like, whoa! If I would have gone on this one, it was brand new. It probably would have been one of my favorite rides. Is it the Avatar ride? No. Oh, uh, which was fine. Which actually okay. was actually was pretty good. I can All understand right. why people get like moved and they cry and stuff on that because it's pretty like you're flying around and you feel this thing you're sitting on. Like you could feel it breathing, like the little oh, like really? thing pushes against your leg, like it's like, like you're actually riding an animal. Was neat, um, but no, the ride that I want to talk about, uh-huh. surprisingly enough, was Men in Black. What Alien Attack? No way you went on that. I did. You didn't tell me it this. Started. I didn't because I wanted to save it for the show. It uh-huh. started raining, uh-huh. uh, and we were like, "Well, I guess That's we better so do this." They don't rides. have this ride in California. And the theme of the well, ride is... That a, is, is that at Universal? It's at Universal okay. Studios. Um, and the theme of the ride is you are going to learn about li- is there life on other planets? And midway through, it's like Men in Black Trading Protocol initiated. And, and like, so it looks uh, all 1960s. It looks World's Fairy. You're like, oh, this, is, cool. this is kind of neat. That's clever. And then in the middle of it, they're like, oh, turns out, nope, you're our newest recruits. Come on. And we're like, okay. And so you go through like the big control room like in the Men in Black movie. You see all the... Like if I was a little kid, I, when that movie came out and this ride was there, I'd been like, this is the greatest ride ever. They had the noisy cricket. Nice. They had all the big guns. And you got in. And it's like there's a big bug in the oh, city and you got to get it. And so it's one of those shooting games oh okay so if you're it's like a it's like a laser you're familiar with the shooting wearing, games we're in 3d goggles? no you're not wearing 3d glasses oh, okay. but you're familiar with the shooting you're not wearing 3d glasses because they're animatronics you're yes. shooting at so it's like a ghost blaster situation yeah but better but like it's there's there's budget behind or like this. a or like a buzz light year yes but the best thing about it uh-huh here's what threw me for a loop because they had like quality restraints on this sure. ride uh-huh. and i was oh. like what is going on why did why for a shooty ride why because we're gonna go bing boo at certain points if your car gets hit or at certain points that thing will spin like, oh like fast crazy. like crazy <laughs> like oh my god and i was like like teacup level happening? yeah and they have oh by the way they do have rip torn in there Perfect. See, notice how I'm more excited to talk. This should tell you something about the movie watch. I'm more excited to talk about the Men in Black ride than I am. <laughs> and so there's there's <laughs> animatronics of stuff popping out. I mean, it's definitely dated. You can see a, a young Will Smith in there at one point, oh, like nice. not an animatronic, but like on a video screen. Uh, okay. But the part there's like parts where like you're you're going alongside this other vehicle, and they're like, "Hey, the people in the other vehicle, they're aliens. Shoot them! Shoot their car!" And so you're shooting nice. their car, and there's a big red button, just like in the movie. You're not uh-huh. supposed to push. Oh, and at some point, do you get to push? At it? some point, they said, "Don't push it unless we tell you to." At some point, you see the bug, and you go in its mouth, and it's like, "Push the self-destruct button," which I heard before I went on it that you get a bunch of points. I got a hundred thousand points instantly. Wow. Because I am t- I was terrible at this ride. And I was the first one. I think it was me and my, my old roommate Evan. We were I think it was like one of the two of us could push it. Or like there's one in front of you. You push it, you get a big point bonus when they tell you. So I said push it. I pushed it and the thing started spinning crazy out of control <laughs> as explode like fake explosions and stuff. And I was like, this is great. And they're like, all right, thanks new recruits. Head out this way. And like as you're leaving, mm. like it looks like thank you for visiting our pavilion. It's like uh. life on is their life on other planets no we're all alone in the universe have a good day <laughs> like it's weird Did they and take it, you to a weird men in black themed gift shop oh afterwards? absolutely yes. yes they had shirts with frank on them the pug <laughs> what? 
They also did have little aliens that like poured coffee. They were oh, in the like man. who. I really wanted to appreciate that, but we also went there on the day that like all the schools decided to go ah, to Universal. Geez. So it was just a bunch of screaming loud kids and adults just yelling at them to do things. And Dang it was kids. hard to appreciate the theming of some rides. That part was good. I'm going to go into the Harry Potter stuff because, but I thought that was appropriate for our show. The That's only other fantastic. thing I will argue, I will say is I was very excited because they're in the Islands of Adventure. They have little like different themed zones and they have one that was all themed to Jurassic Park. Ooh. And, I got to stand in front of the Jurassic Park Visitor Center, and that was uh, a childhood dream come true. It's real. Bum, 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 it's right bum, here. Bum, also, the Kong bum, ride looked pretty. Bum, uh, looked. Bum, I didn't. I didn't ride the Kong bum, ride because it's the same thing we have out here, but with the big robot at the end. Um, but it, it looked pretty impressive. The buildings, this Kong Skull Island build, oh, nice. building, was pretty. Was pretty neat. That's cool. I mean, there's other stuff too. The Harry Potter stuff's neat, of course. But like, yeah, I, I decided to save Men in Black Alien Attack for this because I thought that's fantastic. It is. It was. It it had no right to be as fun as it was. We both were like, you know, if I was a kid and I wrote that, I would have been awesome. I would have been all about it. I've been like, I want, I want my Ray Ban Predators, Dad. Do they sell those? And <laughs> I begged my dad. I begged him for Ray Ray Ban Predators. The only thing they protect you from protect you from getting your mind wiped. Yeah, exactly. And they do neuralize you at the end of the ride, so you don't remember do. anything. Yeah. And then they tell you, oh, exit this way, and don't forget everything you just saw. Bye. Um, but yeah, that's the only two things I wanted when I was a kid that were like toys like that was I wanted a pair of Ray-Ban Predators and I also coveted. So you know where the hat is down the road here? Yeah. Uh-huh. That used to be a Burger King when I was a kid. Oh, did it? And that's the Burger King when they had the Men in Black animated series. Oh, they had toys yeah. from. I have a toy from Men in Black animated series. What is it? Uh, it is. Is it? Let's see if it's the toy I want. It's. No, I mean like it is a. Bought off the shelf action figure. Not oh a, no no no! This a, was a as a Happy Meal toy because I'd never seen this as an actual toy you could buy in the store. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a neuralizer. I wanted oh, it so bad. I, I was that. like, "What week do I have to come back to get the neuralizer?" I remember the neuralizer. And I was like, "I want this." They didn't even have one. They sold in the store. No, I was like, "Oh, here's all the guns." I'm like, "Where's the neuralizer?" That's the best part. You gotta have that. Yeah. I I bet if I had my way, I would. I'm like, Dad, I want a suit. I want those glasses. And I want a neuralizer. You could probably buy one on eBay, buddy. Now it's I can. It's actually twenty percent. I was today. definitely the kind of kid who enjoyed for, with like movie prop. As you can see yeah. with all our lightsabers on the yeah. wall, I'm yeah. a movie prop kid. You? What? Yeah, I like that better than the toys. Yeah. I was like, I want to be Luke Skywalker. Me, <laughs> I want to be that. Um, but I yeah, it was an enjoyable trip. Show. But I wanted to save that for Super Action Bros because That's it was so a good. bizarre, weird, but kind of good ride. I had no. It had no uh, no right to be that good, but it reminded me also of my favorite joke, which is that they do, you do go through a training sequence at uh-huh. one point. <laughs> Why did you feel little Susie had to die? <laughs> oh, she's reading books on quantum physics. That's way too advanced for her. It's messed up, man. <laughs> anyway, um, what else? Any other movie uh, stuff? Oh, we saw Deadpool. That was fun. Sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I still saw, haven't seen Solo. Uh, I saw Solo. It was yeah. fine. That's okay. It was fine. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, uh, but it wasn't overtly amazing. Like I said on Super Action Bros, and I'll repeat, or I said on a Four Color Commentary, and I will repeat here, Clint Howard is now a character in the Star Wars universe, I mean, and that's all that that's really all, matters. That's all you can wish for. Yeah. Um, the trailer for Mortal Engines. I have not watched it yet. Looks nuts. Uh, although we'll probably talk about this on Four Color, but that trailer for that animated Spider-Man movie looks pretty good too. It does. It looks. I was really kind of good. surprised. I'm like, that looks interesting. Yeah. No. The the Mortal Engines movie is like, what if cities what if, were on the back of these giant trucks? Yes. But the the way it looks is, what if Peter Jackson? What if Peter Jackson? Made his own version of Castle in the Sky. Ooh, that really? was steampunk themed. Ooh, okay. Uh, there's there's airships and and all kinds of it looks insane. I it looks absolutely and astonishingly nuts, uh, and it'll probably not do very well. It'll be one of those movies that I buy on Blu-ray and I just like keep like hold close to me sometimes because I want to feel like there is good in the universe. <laughs> I think this is a movie that I let's hope it does well. We don't know. Now I have a I have a whole stack of those Blu-rays like Super Eight, John Carter movies that nobody loved except for me. Speed Racer also you, in that and list. Be, well, here's what we got to do, Ryan. We got to tell we got to do uh, Scott Pilgrim also one of those. But yeah, it kind of became Pilgrim, a. Yep. But I remember <laughs> when Scott Pilgrim came Blu-ray. out. Scott Pil- I remember when Scott Pilgrim came out. I kept telling people, please go see this movie. It's really good. And they're like, like three what? times. So did I. I saw it yeah. three times, and I was like, please go see this movie. Please go see it. It's really good. Please. I was like begging people I knew. I'm like, please. Please see yeah. it. Please. I don't know. That, I, I, I mean, will buy you a ticket. Like Please I, give it money. Immortal Engines is based on a book series, and yeah. I haven't read the book series, unlike Scott Pilgrim, which I had read. Ah. But uh, it looks it looks 
if nothing else, just an insane spectacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah. So what are we? Uh, what are we doing? Are we well, Ryan. We des- we decided uh, to do a theme month. Uh, and we have one of our loyal fans, uh, old 10K himself. Uh, I asked him, he asked when when our our friend Alan was doing a live art stream if there was any sort of uh, any sort of like hints at what's coming next on Super Action Bros. And I go, we got nothing. I mean, we have a few ideas. Is there anything you'd like to see? He's like, yeah, I want another theme month. I was like, great. Is there anything you want to theme theme it after? And he said, yes. And he listed a few actors. Oh, and there man. was one who we've overlooked quite a bit. We we he's he was we've, on the show once. We've or, watched his best movie, but ah uh, no, let's be real. No, we haven't. Okay, we've watched one what of his, his best, best movies. movies. Uh, and his best movie from the nineties. Yes, uh, and now we're going to watch four other ones. Too good, too bad. And we're going to be nice to ourselves with this movie and start with a good one, uh, guys. We're going to be watching the films uh, st- films starring Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> uh, we've we've spent some time. With, I don't know if we've spent a lot of time with Arnold. Have no, we? We haven't. We haven't. We need to really give these guys more 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 time. I think because, we watched Terminator. Uh, did we watch T two or did we watch? No, we watched classic. Did we? I remember talking about Bill Paxton a lot. Yeah. That's right, because he's in there. We should really watch T two at some point. because T two is so good. Oh well, yeah, I mean we haven't we have not watched any James Cameron. By movies. the way, if you want to enjoy something funny, pretty sure go online and look true. up Terminator Three Sergeant Candy scene and oh, enjoy gosh, yourself. It's insane. Ah, oh man, <laughs> so it, it's good. it's like brain destroying. Oh, it's so but anyway, good. anyway. Sylvester so we're gonna Stallone. watch uh, a good Sylvester Stallone movie, and there's two. When you think of Sylvester Stallone, there's two characters you think of. One. The lovable underdog boxer Rocky. Yep. And while those movies are great, I would argue the first two are not really action movies. Uh, and the second and third, or the third and fourth one are kind of weird. Weird. The I haven't brought myself to watch five yet because I know it's going to be that bad. It's bad. I know. It's, I've seen it. I heard Rocky bad. Balboa is good. It is. And I have that, seen and it. And that Creed is also really it's good. It's the only Rocky movie I have not seen. Creed? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's on my list of movies to watch, but it's like. Besides this show and yeah. movies that are appropriate like for kids, f- I basically don't watch. The first movies. two Rocky movies are solid. And I know like we have uh, Ryan's Ryan's sister, Emily, does not like Sylvester Stallone. I'm like, but those two first Rocky movies are so good. But it's funny because my like, wife. They're just good movies. My wife loves Sylvester Stallone. Oh, After we got married, she insisted that we watch every Rocky movie at the time. Mm, okay. And well, so I actually haven't seen any of the Rambos or any of the Rockies for probably well, about a decade. Spoiler alert. Uh, we're going to be watching uh, the first Rambo movie, which yes. I hear isn't as action packed as the second one. No, it but isn't. Uh, we got to do it right. And we got to We got to show this man's high art ability before just destroying him entirely <laughs> uh, and watching him destroy great comic book characters. Spoiler alert. Um, so we're going to watch uh, First Blood, the first Rambo movie. Uh, just First Blood. Yep. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. If you watched Manhunt, you are a gentleman and a scholar or a lady and a, and a scholar or a saint. All of you are saints. Uh, and join us next time when we watch First and Blood. someone with questionable judgment also. Questionable <laughs> That's judgment. also true. Uh, please don't blindly follow everything we say. But join us next time when we watch First Blood. And remember. Whether it's Blockbuster. Or Lackluster. We're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.